It can't be that easy, right? It's not. That's uh, all sports. Damn it. Yeah, it was that easy. <laughs> it was that easy. Ugh. What's up, sportscast? from the Sports Stuff Show, the Kings of Comedy. I'm Adam. And I'm Carter. And let's get right into it. Uh, on to updates, we finally hit 500 subs. Mm-hmm. That was really awesome. Uh, really thankful for you guys for you know actually tuning into our stuff that we make. Um, it's it's really awesome because like, I mean, it's I mean, let alone it's hard to say that you made it to 80 episodes, right. but also making it to 500 subscribers. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that like I mean takes our dedication, everything. Right. Um, Seeing that growth pushes us to keep keep doing this, right? Yeah, and like. There's sometimes where like I get so unmotivated by like some of the stuff, like yeah. I get burnt out. But then I see like stuff like this, like where we're able to hit 500 subs, or we're able to get like a comment that's like, you know, hey, I love your stuff, yeah. really awesome. It really any comment other than hey, let's start a podcast, or yeah, and then or hey, that guy's that kind of kind of looks like Michael Sarah, or dude, look at that guy's haircut, dude. Yeah, seriously. Why does that guy look like he's five years old? <laughs> it, like. There's there was some comments that was like, why is the one guy look like he's thirty and the other guy looks like he's five? Do I? <laughs> Apparently, with your beard, they thought that. There was funny because I remember it. beforehand. Is it the beard was, or is it the receding hairline? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember beforehand, like when we would do the show, it was like our very like first couple episodes. Um, I would like ask people, be like, guess guess how old we both are, mm-hmm. and then they would be like. Um, I'm pretty sure you're a freshman in college because you look like a freshman. And they're like, is the other guy like a senior? And they're talking about you. <laughs> I'm go. like, no, he's a freshman too. Let's go. So that was that was kind of funny. Are you but older than me? No, you're older than me. I thought you were. Older. I'm really young. Oh, okay. I knew you had like you have an August birthday, right? Yeah. I thought you were okay. Yeah, so you're my, still 19. I'm still 19. Oh, dang. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's funny too because like even this year for the office like that I work at. I was in a higher position. It was my second year. Yeah, I was still the youngest one. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of weird, but... Yeah, and you're my big. <laughs> I know, yeah, I was big. <laughs> that was a weird thing. If I'm going to be honest, I didn't want to be your big. What? Because I felt like we already, like, I wanted to have, like, a connection. That was kind of, like, the same similar thing with, like, um, when you were getting in, like, the rush week. Yeah. I didn't want to vote for you. I didn't want to like. Yeah. I just that pulled myself sense. out that just because I wanted everyone else to have like a say over that. But yeah, I mean, I ended up working that way. So <laughs> there's that. Um, Getting a call. And as well, we also hit. I think it's at 60k now mm-hmm. for uh, YouTube or Instagram Shorts, which Emph- really emphasis on the short. Yeah, <laughs> it was a short kings video. It was, like it's funny too because we put like no effort into Instagram yet, like. More lately, pop off. yeah, more like more lately, yeah, definitely. But man, it's it's been it's been great. Of all the I mean, videos, I yeah, I mean, it's it's been really cool to see that as well because it's like, oh hey, uh, kind of pushes us more because like if we get like only like a hundred views on Instagram, it's like kind of yeah. hard to like keep on churning them out, and like I feel like that's the biggest thing with like any uh, media outlet or just making content is you feel horrible just bothering everyone. But then yeah. once you actually get those views mm-hmm. and you like see that people are actually watching them, then it feels it makes you feel more confident to actually push your stuff out. And I feel like that's the thing with Instagram is like a ton of my friends follow it. And I'm like, I don't want to just like spam them. But it's like also like we're getting like 60K views. And it's like yeah. I don't feel as bad. But yeah, um, I don't know if there's really any other updates. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm working on the website as well to get more of the merch on there. Uh, it's a difficult process. I'm always battling the website at this point. I mean, yeah. I really love how it looks right now. I just need to fix like the the shop part of it to where you could actually buy our merch on there, um, like this. This is probably my favorite. That one's awesome. Honest. I love this one. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you could get get some of your own merch. That's hard. Um, Carter has his also his one pink shirt. That's really dope too. I have the pink um, shirt. I have the red shirt with the little logo, and mm-hmm. then I have the red sweatshirt. Yeah, I mean they. And the sweatshirts are so soft. They're so nice. Yeah. I love them so much. They're really comfortable. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll like get that, that figured. I like that design a lot, though. Yeah, with the crown. I'm going to have to Dude. get myself one of those. Heat. It's absolutely heat. And it goes in red, too. 
So there's like a red tie-dye one. I personally like the black one. Yeah. This has been my favorite hoodie just in general wearing. And it's also champion. I've always wanted a champion sports stuff hoodie. That was yeah. like my goal. But yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want our merch, it'll be on the website soon. Um, card and then Boise State. Yeah. You got all sports. Lovely. Hockey. Damn it. <laughs> Dude, I okay. just like keep checking. One, my two, phone. three. We're uh, we're trying to get a house together right now. And yeah, it is. It is certainly a process. So I'm kind of on call right now. I mean, if you're on Boise, if you're, I don't know if it's as bad anywhere else. It probably is, but at Boise, it housing sucks. Housing yeah. is horrible at Boise. It's like Boise is growing faster than it should. Do you know what's like? There, ridiculous. There's, there's too many people coming here for like like the city just can't really handle it. Yeah. So um. My old boss, Lexi, who I still talk to, we I ended up name dropping her in the other episode mm-hmm. that we did with Abby. She actually is moving or was talking about moving to San Diego, and the rent there is nine hundred bucks, which is the same rent as yeah, a place there's, here in there's Boise. There's no reason that we should be paying as much as people in San Diego. So downtown San <laughs> Diego and Boise are where, the same. Where's our beach? Yeah, like it's ridiculous. And like, yeah, I mean, this place would be really nice if we got it because it's like six hundred ish. Which is like, it's so nice. It's hard for college it's students perfect. to get money, and it's like, dude, please, it's we the need to make this cheap. house. Yeah, just prefurbished. I'm waiting on one text. I know. Yeah. All right. Um, so hockey. One, two, or three. We could we could do a whole stuff episode on the housing market. Yeah, in Boise. for real. Uh, give me just one. I hate all sports. One. Okay. Oh, this is the table tennis one. Do you remember that question? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Th- oh. I heard you asked you this one too. I'll describe a new one. Yeah, it was the it was the motocross racing dirt one. Mm. <laughs> I liked that one. Baseball. Uh two. Two. Okay. Feeling good. I don't know why. But... Which team won MLB's first modern World Series in 1903? Philadelphia A's, Boston Americans, the New York Giants, or the Pittsburgh Pirates? Bro, uh, Pirates. Nope. The Boston Americans. Of course, it was stupid Boston Americans. Whatever, man. First modern. Don't even series. exist anymore, bro. <laughs> All right, uh, hockey. One. Oh no, I don't like that face. I just didn't know this. Oh. <laughs> Which material was originally used for making pucks in the earliest days of hockey? Oh, I think I know this one actually. Great, uh, ivory. Crushed cans, frozen cow poop, or ice? It appears he did not know. It's it's either crushed cans or frozen cow poop, I know. Um, I'm going to do frozen cow poop. It is. Yeah, let's go. I knew that one. It is. I, I, my only hockey question I'm getting. Adam takes the lead on a <sighs> hockey question. What, kind of, what is that? <laughs> what are the, what are the, what is this show gone to? I can't win. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, on to Boise State. So we had our spring game last uh, or a couple weeks ago, and it was really kind of crazy because last year our spring game it was very defensive centric, and everyone was very concerned about our offense because our offense got obliterated by our defense, and we were like, "Is our offense that bad, or is our defense that good?" Yeah. Uh, this year it seemed more balanced, but our offense was explosive. It was just really good, which I mean. I think it's – you could have your opinions all you want. I'm more of a defensive guy for any sports, but I definitely think that de- like offense now with sports, like especially football, is so beneficial, like especially having like such a high-powered offense. Like, I mean, typically you see like teams like with a really, you know, like really good defense winning it all. But, I mean, like with the Chiefs and like the Eagles, like they're – the offense has won those games. Like, right, yeah. And that's the same thing with, like, how college sports and just football in general is going. So I think that was a really good thing to see. Ashton Genty took the show away. He had, a, like, a, he had five touches, and on those five touches, he had two touchdowns. And on his rushing, he had two rushing attempts on those, and he had 82 yards. So he's, man, he's awesome. He, he was ridiculous. We saw him in the quad the other day when we were tabling. Yeah. He's, like... He's not tall, 
but he's big, man. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a tank. He's a full grown man. He's awesome. It's it's crazy to think that he's younger than us. I mean, you knew that he was gonna be good. Like I oh, told him every about time it, like, he touches the ball, like the first guy never brings him down. Yeah, ever. It's an, it's incredible. It's perfect because Halani's like. Halani's faster. Halani's more elusive than and he's him. He's like the power back. Don't get me wrong. Jainty's still fast and elusive, but Jainty will put you in the dirt. Yeah. Like he's, they are a beautiful one two punch. And Talon running the show, bro. <sighs> this is going to be a really fun year for the running game. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that a receiver or two can step up, but honestly, we can just ground and pound teams to death. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was kind of thinking like it's a, a little bit similar to Air Force. Where they had a really good run threat, but I think our Eric, run threat yeah, is we just we way don't, better. We don't got to run the stupid triple option. Yeah, like we, I mean, with it's kind of crazy because George Halani has already had a really great resume, but I still think he's going to be the third best on the team, like with this steps because really? I think it's going to be Ashton and Talon that are going to steal the show, and then Halani is going to be there. Like it's possible, and that's what is absolutely ridiculous is that. I don't even know. Like, honestly, you could split it any of the three ways and it, it'll be good. <laughs> and, like, that's the hard part is, like, normally when you scheme up to stop, like, the run, you stop for one player. Like, maybe two. Right? Maybe two. But yeah. if you have three, you're screwed. Like, and three- they're all kind of different, too. Like, Talon? Yes. Yeah. He's, like, stride fast. And he yeah. also can throw. Like, bro, I mean, his strides are. That run down the sideline against Utah, Utah State, State, bro. Yeah. He is, like, you're not catching him. Yeah. You're like, not. It was. You got the long strider. You got the like bowling ball power back that's faster than you think. And then you got Halani, who's just so elusive and like, oh, he's great. Yeah. It's also really nice that uh, both of them are pretty good in receiving, but Jainty off the catch. Like, if you I mean, remember. He, he caught a touchdown and he broke away yeah. for. Like, one. if you remember, the, I think it was the Wyoming game. Yeah. He, he caught a ball like behind the line of scrimmage and like hurdled a guy and like just. You just need to get the ball he's in his so hands. Fun to watch. Like, yes. That's exactly right. Just get the ball in their hands and let them make plays because they will. Yeah. Like, and as well for the receivers, we kind of talked about it. We already have Eric McAllister. He did have a pretty good year. Um, Cole Wright, he didn't really see much action, at least from what I've seen from um, from the spring game. But there was there was sprints Strachan. Strachan? Strachan. We still still don't know how to say that name. Uh, he he had a pretty good showing. He had um, two catches for I think it was um, seventy five yard. No, it was I think it was sixty. Um, but there's that. So he did pretty good. We also have uh, Austin Bolt, who's like six seven, six six, who's a really good receiver. I mean, he didn't play much last year because he got injured very early yeah. in the Oregon State game, but. I mean, he should be returning. He basically he could play any position, and that's what he did in high school. Mm-hmm. He literally played every single position. Like, he if if they needed a hail mary, they put him at receiver and just like have him there. Like, so that's I mean that's pretty good for us as well. Uh, and also something that was pretty crazy was Maddox Maddox Madsen, mm-hmm. who is the backup quarterback. I'm assuming he's going to be second string backup. Yeah. He he had six to seven completions for 75 yards and a touchdown, which. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's not going to be the starter because right. although Talon did, he he went f- like forty five percent. You can't, you have to start Talon. Like, oh yeah, this, uh, this, without a doubt. Like, I mean, this isn't what's going to put people over others. This yeah, spring game. The, like, they do so much work in the off season that we'll never see. Like, mm-hmm. they, they they know who to play exactly. And like, that's the thing with like, I mean, obviously. It was a different story with Hank and Talon because Talon yeah. just looked the part, and Hank was like struggling a ton. Mm-hmm. Where like Talon, he just Talon had to make really, that. Uh, he was really raw too. Yeah, I mean, even raw, he was still if being able to. He almost the crazy thing to think about is if if we just won the UTEP game, even if Hank didn't play very well, if we won the UTEP game, Hank would have still been. He here. was starting the rest of the year. Yeah, no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. So. It's crazy to think about. But yeah, I know. Who knew that losing to UTEP would be the best thing for the future of our program? I was talking about that too. I was like, I think I said on the show, I was like, please lose to UTEP because if we do, there's going to be big changes. You were like, right. And that was the biggest thing. I it knew Talon was going to start, but I just didn't know he was going to start that early yeah. in the year. It was but, it was time for a change. Yeah. And this isn't to discredit anything that Hank did here. It's oh my just, goodness. Did you see the thing where it's, 
it was ranking the top five group of five or top ten group of five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And Hank was five and Taylor was nine. All right. Dude. Like All right. There's no way you put okay. You can't put Hank above Talon in any situation by the fact that Talon stole his job. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't you can't not do that. only stole his job, but stole his job and then got better every week. Yes. Like right. there he was putting up way better stats like than Hank was ever doing in his, his three years here. Yeah. Like you can't uh, you can't. Yeah, I'm not like, sure I fully understand that. And again, this isn't even Hank Hey, This is just watching the games. Like Talon is yeah. dynamic. He's he's awesome. I'm really glad he's here. Yeah. But it's going back to man. Maddox, I, I watched a lot of his high school games and I wasn't crazy optimistic off of what I saw. Not that I'm like a super professional eye or anything, but to see him come out and play like this, even in just limited action, was really encouraging. He's I mean, you'd have to assume he's gonna be the backup the next two to three years to Taylor, mm-hmm. but you never know, man. So it's 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 encouraging to see him come out and play well. Like even for this, for the case, like if he does want to move on to another team, like at least he had a good showing. Like yeah, for uh, Andy Peters, who was the previous backup, he ended up going to College of Idaho, mm-hmm. and for College of Idaho, has been killing it. And he was actually because I watched the very first game, like I was broadcasting that one for College of Idaho. He wasn't the starter at first because they were still battling it out. Yeah, but when he did play, because he played the second and fourth quarter. You could tell he was just absolutely like he he didn't miss a pass. They had, and he had a QB like rotation in a real game. They did. Oof. And but it was against Northwestern something. Uh it was like or no, I think it was like it was some other non like division one school. And they I think it was Northeastern or North something. I don't even know. But they it was like it was bad. Like Andy was just killing them. And I think that's something that, like, you know, Maddox could, like, actually, like, use as leverage to move on. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll definitely have to see. But I think that was a really good, impressive performance by him. So, yeah, I mean, should be optimistic, at least for the offensive side. Defensive side, kind of scary. Not going to lie. Uh, I mean. Lost a lot of We lost a ton. Like, J.L. Skinner, Tyreek Jones, Matlock. Yeah. It's it's gonna be rough. I mean, those were the three leaders on defense. Yeah, so. and I mean, we even with that too. So we lost those three, and even on the offense, like John Ujuku, mm-hmm. we're losing him, and he was a stud on the line. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be rough there. So we're gonna have to see. And that I think that was the biggest thing last year too was our offensive line. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the defense is the thing I'm scariest about. Like Markel Reed and uh, Shea Oladipo are definitely gonna have to step up a ton. Uh, I'm excited about Andrew Simpson though. Andrew Simpson, yeah, he. I mean, he took a pretty good performance last year. So ten and ten, ten yep. and ten are gonna be what this year's about, man. And then Leon, Noah. Um, I thought he was a our, running back, and he came from BYU. I thought one of our guys transferred to BYU this year. I don't know. I Maybe. might be misremembering. Oh, but yeah, or no, he was from Utah State. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother, but yeah, I mean. Marco Reed will definitely have to step up. He, they were hoping he was going to be a, a big leader last year, but then he ended up getting injured a ton. And um, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think he played as good. Yeah. When he was on the field, like especially the Oregon State game, it seemed like he got burnt every single play. That was just a rough game all around. Yeah, honestly, and like, they were they were a good team, a better team than most people expected. I mean, yeah. they ended the year I think top fifteen. <laughs> so that's that was a really good team. Yeah. But, but you know, we'll definitely let this starting see. starting the year with a tough Pac-12 opponent. Yeah, Washington. Here we go again. Yeah, it's and that's the thing is like Boise State fans are so like very uh, volatile with their like f- like their thoughts on the team. Where if we do lose by a ton, I still think people are going to be really mad. Yeah. Like, but if we win. If oh, if we win, this place is going on fire. The crazy thing, the schedule's not hard. Like, yeah. you start off UW and UCF. That's hard. But after that, it's really not that difficult. The bad part about that is if you start off 0-2, that could cause you to drop some games you wouldn't normally drop. Yeah. If you start off 2 if you beat Washington, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. If we beat Washington, we're not losing more than one game. Yeah. We're not. 
Dude, we're that's gonna be so ridiculous. I th- I was looking at the schedule, and I'm thinking ten and two. I think we drop Washington. I think we win at UC against UCF, but then I think we drop probably one conference game. I I see ten and two. I think the ceiling is eleven and one. Floor is probably like seven seven five. Yeah, um, and then it's also gonna be interesting because after that, I think our very first game is Oregon. So that's big. Wait, we played. I think no Oregon next year. Oh yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. is our first game. So that'd be Oregon State, Washington, Oregon mm-hmm. for our first season openers. Yeah, <laughs> I like it though. It's better than scheduling, you know, nothing. Like who was our first game last year? Like freshman year, uh, that was at home, or it was UCF. It was, UCF was our very first home, or our very oh, first yeah, game. UCF. Our very first game was UCF, and we and choked. Then, and then, and we then was UTEP. UTEP. And then we destroyed them. And yeah. then that was the only actual that UCF like UCF game, bro. That was it rough. Still bugs me. That was so rough. Was I remember I was watching that with my um, with Lexi, and we were just like, that was our that was my very first like game. I was like in reporting on mm-hmm. and we had to do the post-game interview after that and i was like what do we say because yeah. we were interviewing hank and then oh. we're like do we just ask him about the three interceptions like even worse than the interceptions was the one where he ran like five yards past the line of scrimmage and threw it that one mm. that one was rough man but man <laughs> dude that was the start of an unreal khalil shakir year yeah that- i miss him man yeah, I mean, do you think that JL Skinner's going to get dra- drafted before him? I think so. Like, Where'd Shakir go? Fourth? Fifth. He was a fifth? I thought he was fourth. He, f- he slept a ton, I think. Uh, I see a pretty similar range for Skinner, honestly. I Five? Four through six makes the most sense to me. I think third. I mean, my personal opinion is he should be a day two guy, second or third round. But I also thought that Shakir was a third-round pick. So yeah, who knows, true. man? But it's also like I think Shaq isn't getting as as like much, or he didn't get as much like recognition and like coverage. Yeah. Where JL, everyone like almost every single team showed up to the pro day. Mm-hmm. Only two teams didn't, and I think it was the I think it was the Falcons and Rams. I think not like you really want to go there anyway. And that's like, I mean, obviously there was more talent. Like there's three people that did the pro day. Yeah, it was Ujukwu and Tyreek Jones. But it was obviously J.L. Really, Skinner yeah. was the one. Like that, they he were, was the star of the show for sure. Like, so, I mean, he's a leader. He's a very good player. He's a hard hitter. Like he's he's gonna I think be. He's definitely a sleeper. He's gonna be pick. a leader in the locker room, and he's gonna be a popular guy with the fans. He's yeah, he's gonna be good. Every like, team should want him. Without a doubt, I I it would be very hard for me to think that he's gonna be a bust. Yeah, I d I don't see any way. Yeah. Like obviously we're biased, but I mean just, at just the a, same just time we got to watch him every game. Yeah. So we know true. we know how good he is. Yep. Love JL Skinner. Get JL Skinner on the show. Yeah, dude. If we could, <laughs> that would be please. Dude, that would be my dream interview. My that dream would be one. Incredible. We already know I'm a such a JL Skinner fan. Oh yeah. I'm a such a stan. But oh, I, I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, let's get a card and go to NBA playoffs. Can't believe I'm losing because you got a hockey question. Yeah. Right? It's ridiculous. And that was a that was a weird one too. All sports. Hockey. Damn it, dude. It's going to be all, all right. hockey. One, two, or three. Uh, Let's go one. What is the diameter of an NHL puck? This is in inches. Two and a half, three and a half, three, four. <laughs> two and a half, three and a half, three and four? Mm-hmm. Three and a half. Three. Damn it! No. Three. Oh, that's rough. Give me one. I just want to tie the game up. Okay. Who? Which major league soccer team has won five MLS Cup titles, the most in the league? The New England Revolution, the FC Cincinnati, Los Angeles Galaxy, or Atlanta United FC? 
It can't be that easy, right? It's not. That's uh, all sports. Galaxy. Damn it. Yeah, it was that easy. <laughs> it was that easy. 1-1. One, one. Wow. All right, on to the NBA playoffs. Adam's expertise. Yep. <laughs> so the first round is in progress right now. Uh, the Nuggets are – we'll just go through series by series. The Nuggets are up 1-0 on the Wolves. I believe they played as we record this tonight. Uh, Jokic, it doesn't look like he's going to get his third straight MVP, but, you know. He, he, I think it's Embiid at this point. I think it's got to be, yeah. But uh, Denver will host the Timberwolves tonight, which is Wednesday. Uh, also in the West, the Clippers and Suns are tied at one apiece. Russell Westbrook has moved to 2-0 and in the playoffs when shooting 3-for-19, which is a yeah. pointless <laughs> but interesting stat. He's they, actually he's been doing good on defense. Oh, yeah. He's, Dude, he blocked KD. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He's absolutely... And he sealed the game with a stop on Devin Booker in yeah. their win and then, like, threw the ball off Devin Booker because Devin Booker was whining to the refs. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Um, I'm not a huge Devin Booker fan. Oh, really? <laughs> I just... I don't think anybody whines as much as he does, which mm-hmm. is saying a lot because NBA players whine a lot. But in any case, Westbrook is playing good even if he's not shooting well. Clippers' Suns is tied at one. I... I still got Suns in five, I'm not going to lie. but Really? Yeah, I think so, too. I think the Suns are just— I think the Suns are a much better team I think anyways. at some point they're, it's all going to click, and how good they really are is going to show. Uh, Kings and Warriors has been a really— That was been— It's been a really fun series so far. Uh, Kings are up 2-0, two beam lightings, which is awesome. And they're— Going to be in a pretty decent spot for Game 3 because Draymond Green is suspended for Game 3. Yeah, but also Sabonis might not play. He'll play. He's going to play. I, like, I don't think there's any way he sits okay, out. Okay, so what did you think got, about that? Well, they got tangled up, and Sabonis, what what the Kings side is saying is he was trying to grab his chest because his chest was hurt or something like that, right? Uh, he wrapped his arms around Draymond's ankle, whether intentional or not, so naturally, Draymond stomped on his chest and ran away. Draymond got ejected, which I was kind of iffy on. I don't know, because Sabonis kind of did start it. Even if his intentions weren't to hold his ankle, he still held his ankle. Um, a suspension is ridiculous. If it was anybody else besides, like, Pat Bev, maybe. Well, they said that that was, that was a big reason why. It was because of his prior... Yeah. It's, it's about his reputation, which I don't necessarily agree with. Like, I think it should be, just be a case-by-case basis. Uh, he does have a history of doing things, but... Well, I, you're this also one, heated in the game. He's heated in the moment. His ankle's being grabbed. I, I honestly, I understand him on this one. I'm not always going to defend Draymond Green, but and I really, really dislike Warriors fans, so on Twitter I'm going to pretend like Sabonis did nothing wrong. Yeah. But I Draymond should not be suspended. It's ridiculous, but... The Warriors are down 2-0 for the first time in this core's time playing together. And it's going to be interesting to see if they can come back. Yeah, so this series is headed back to San Francisco. And we'll see if the Warriors... I mean, they've they've overcome a lot before. I wouldn't be shocked if they can come back from this. But the Kings are... I mean, the Kings are so fun right now, man. I... I love a lot of their players. Uh, Davion Mitchell just gives everyone such a tough time. Steph Curry was on lockdown in the fourth quarter. I, mm-hmm. I think he airballed twice. Like he just, he, Davion Mitchell's tough. So the Kings are going to have an advantage with Draymond out this game. And if they win this game, as history tells us, the series is over. No team has ever come back from 3 0. And a couple teams have forced game sevens, but it's never fully happened. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's the Warriors. You can't count them out. But at the same time, the Kings are young, energetic, fun. Like, they're they're playing really well. Yeah, and there's a stat where the – I think it was ever since, like, the 1950s, there hasn't been a team that has won the championship, like a defending champion, that has gone down 0-2 mm. and has won yeah. that series. Like, so hmm. – I didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah, it was like – it was like after going down 0-2, the closest was I think 3-2, and I think that was the Heat. Um, I th- and then like that's basically how it's gone. Is like they've never won, so that would be ridiculous if they actually won this because that would be the first time that if any a defending champ has gone. At 0-2. this point, if any team could do it, it'd probably be them. So. Yeah, that's true. But 
Uh, last series in the West is the Lakers Grizzlies. Uh, as we record this, the Lakers are up one zero, but the wow, uh, they play tonight. In game one, Roy Hachimura had a career game. He he balled out. Anthony Davis got banged up, but he returned to the game, which was good to see. Lakers look good, man. Uh, Jaw is battling an injury. I'm actually not sure if he's playing tonight, which is a really huge deal. He's a game-time decision as we record this. If the Lakers go up 2-0 heading back to home, I mean, it's over. Yeah. But if Jaw plays and the Grizzlies can get a win here, then this should be a really fun series. I was on record many times saying that the winner of this series is going to the finals. I'm standing by that. I think the Lakers have been one of the best teams in the league since the trade deadline, and I I also am a LeBron writer, so yep. I will continue to do so. Going over to the East, the Heat are actually up on the Bucks, 1-0, and a big part of that was Giannis exited the game really early in Game 1 with an injury. But at the same time, Tyler Hero also broke his hand, and Tyler Hero is going to— Tyler Hero, I know. Giannis. Oh, well, okay, Bucks Heat. The Bucks are a way better team. That's true, but Giannis compared to Tyler, the Bucks without Giannis should beat the Heat without Hero. They should. That's true. I know you're a Bucks hater outside of Giannis, but they have a very good team. I'm not a Bucks hater. I you just are. know that like yeah, you're a Bucks role player hater. <laughs> That's what you are. Uh, I think Giannis is going to be playing in this one. It's. Tough to say how serious his injury is. He could be playing through something serious because it's the playoffs, but Tyler Hero is going to be out with his broken hand till at least the NBA Finals if they somehow make it there. So I, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say the Bucks are gonna win the next four. Yeah, but we will see. The Sixers are up two zero on the Nets. Everyone expected this. I mean, the Nets are just the Nets are not the team now that put them in this seed. Yeah. They're, they're, they aren't. So the Nets have some fun players. I love Mikhail Bridges. He's awesome, yeah. and I would give anything for him to be in Portland, but that probably won't happen. The Sixers are just a better team. They have the probable MVP. James Harden, despite all the hate he gets for no reason, is still an excellent player. I'd be shocked if this wasn't a sweep. Yeah, me too. Uh, Celtics-Hawks. <sighs> Another one I'd be shocked if it wasn't yeah. a sweep. The Hawks just can't Look keep rough. up. They just can't. The Celtics are my pick out of the East, and honestly, my pick to win it all. And I, I there's just not much to say about this one. I mean, Trey Young was interviewed after the game, and he said he wasn't worried. He, he is. He has to say that. Yeah. Though. Like he's. He's not gonna be like, oh, we we lost. Like, oh, we have a over. we have a significantly worse team, and we're down two zero. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, imagine imagine if he did do that. Trey yeah. Young just went out there, and he's like. Just trash Yeah, we're screwed. Team. Yeah, our team sucks. We're not going to win. Uh, just telling you guys now. <laughs> It'd be really funny to see, like, if just for one season, if, like, players were honest during press conferences. Yeah. And just said whatever with, mm-hmm. with no repercussion of fines or whatever. That'd be so funny. It would be. Man. I don't. I feel like that would actually increase oh, viewership. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. But, but mm-hmm. I mean, Celtics... They're going to win the series, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry. They just are. And then the last series in the East is the Knicks and Cavs, which is knotted up at one. Game one was really fun. Uh, Mitchell balled out, but Brunson took over in the second half and really guided them to the win. I'm not sure what J.B. Bickerstaff was thinking, having Jetty Osman ISOed on Jalen Brunson for like 10 possessions in a row, but it didn't work. But the Cavs bounced back with a big win last night as we record this. And it's 1-1 now. This one, I'd, I'd be very surprised if this isn't a seven-game series. This one These seems are very the most, even teams. Yeah, like, and especially this seems the most evenly matched out of everyone. Probably. Like, I think there's kind of, it's, the other matchups are way more lopsided. I think this one's the most even. I think so. Think, but. So this is going to be a fun one to keep an eye on. I mean, these are two teams that I don't think either of them. Two teams that haven't had a ton of success in the last few years. Yeah. So it's fun to watch teams like that. Exactly. They also have something to fight for, too, too because, like, of their, like, not as successful playoffs, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. like, both want to break that, you yeah. know? So, unfortunately, a big story in the NBA playoffs so far has been injuries. As we mentioned, Tyler Hero broke his hand. He'll be out until at least the finals. 
Uh, Giannis missed most of game one and is almost certainly still banged up. Anthony Davis, you, you know. Yeah. He's he's always injured. He is, which really sucks because he's an awesome player to watch. But he returned to the game in game one, so he should be okay for now. And John Morant also got hurt. His status is in doubt for tonight, as we said. And a lot of this, a lot of discussion has been had because of these injuries about the rule of charges. So obviously, if you if you don't know what a charge is or you don't really watch basketball, if you are in a legal guarding position as the defender, you can just flop and they get and you get run into essentially and you fall down is a charge, right? So your feet have to be set and there's a restricted arc under the basket where you can't be inside, you have to be outside of that because otherwise you could just stand under the hoop and get knocked over on every mm-hmm. play. But Giannis Antetokounmpo and John Morant both got hurt by people drawing charges against them. And it's people like sliding in last second, just getting hit, and then it's a collision, right? So a lot of people have been arguing about if the charge rule should be a thing. And I, I've never really thought about it's that It's also before. like, how do you even stop them at that point? Like, Yeah, I, yeah like right. Like Giannis and Ja are like Gian- making... They are moving so fast. They yeah, like, cannot stop their momentum like that, which is... The strategy for a defender, but it's unsafe. Mm-hmm. It really is, and we're seeing the repercussions of that right now. With two of the two of the most popular players in the world are hurt. Yeah, and they might both play, but they're still hurt, so they're not at their best because of people trying to draw charges. And mm-hmm. obviously, charges are a huge part of college basketball because they call offensive fouls all the time. But you know, I I don't think there's any realistic way they change anything about the charge rule i don't know because the nba of of all leagues they've been the most willing to change yeah which is the baseball's changing more and more now because they feel like they need to but the nba has been the baseball fan base always pushes back yeah nba is just weird because like they just are very loose with a ton of things like their rules their free agency they're trading like things change a lot a lot in the play-in tournament Obviously, is a huge change. Yeah, like there's n- like changed, you're never seeing a playoff change like that. Yeah, like big. In they any changed other the uh, the All Star game like every couple of years. Yeah, they changed the award too. Like the awards that you get. Mm-hmm. Like they they're very like. And honestly, I like that. Yeah, I like that they're willing to try to find new things to make the game more popular or make the game better. So maybe they do something. I'd be surprised though. Charges are just. They're just a thing in basketball, and it may clearly it creates unsafe situations at times. But you know, it, it. I think at this point, it's just too much part of the game to take it away. Yeah. As much as I hate to see people get injured, but it especially hurts people like Giannis because what does he want to do? He wants to run full speed at the basket. Yeah. And if someone slides in last second, like there's not much he do. can do. He's moving yeah. so fast, but. That is true, but yeah. So that's where we're at in the playoffs. Uh, I'm sticking with my original predictions of Celtics out of the East over whoever wins the Lakers Grizzlies series, which I'm leaning Lakers. Um, and I think, what'd you say? You I, said, I said Bucks Suns. I think. And you picked the Suns. Yeah, no, I picked Bucks. Okay, Bucks okay. get them again. Yep, that would be funny. But yeah, uh, we're gonna draw a card here, and we're gonna get on to a little bit of NFL news. Please be hockey. All sports. Come on. I swear, if I get a hockey... It's what, 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Basketball. Okay. Why couldn't I get that one? One, two, or three. One. All right. Dude. <laughs> okay. Which golf course is home to the Masters Tournament each year? Augusta, Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, Royal St. George's. Augusta. Yep. I uh, I grew up in a white family. I know where the masters are. Dude, the I, other one I, was... I, I've seen my fair share of golf. <laughs> the other one was how many lengths of a 100-meter pool must an Olympic athlete swim to compete in the swimming marathon event? 50 lengths, 100 lengths, 75 lengths, or 200? Bro, I don't know. It's 100 meter. Is it just 100? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would have tricked me. I'm not going to lie. But I'm up 2-1. Basketball. Two. Okay. Going for the lead. Oh, that one's so easy. All right. 
No, that one's easy too. But you also got to know your audience, which is I'm going to give you this one just because it's more recent and I'm feeling nice. What player, oh, this one hurts me. What player did the Portland Trailblazers pass up on when they had the first overall pick in 2007? Steph, KD, Dwayne Wade, or Chris Bosch? KD. Yeah. Yeah. We took Greg Oden. Ooh. So that worked. Oh, yeah. All right. Three to two. And we'll, oh, we're only going to have one more card, too. Yep. So a little bit of NFL. Yep. Odell signed with the Ravens. That's ridiculous. Bad move. Bad move by him. I don't know. Well, if Lamar leaves, yeah. He doesn't even look good in Ravens uniforms either. Odell looks good in everything. Uh, Ravens. uh, I'm going to glaze him a little bit. He looks good in everything. uh, But it's a one year deal. Up to $18 million, which <laughs> doesn't sound too bad until you realize that 15 of it is guaranteed. Yeah, and then also they're having struggles with Lamar Jackson. That's a lot, man. 15 mil guaranteed is a lot. But he is a weapon, and there's a report that came out. I don't know how true it is. that said Lamar told them, go get Hopkins or Odell. So naturally they paid Odell what Hopkins deserves. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean— We'll see if Lamar's around. I would love to see Lamar and Odell play together. I think that'd be fun. I just don't think we're going to see it. Yeah, me neither. But speaking of quarterback extensions. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the highest paid player in NFL history. Yep. Five years, $255 million, 179.3 guaranteed. Not sure how they settled on that number, but they did. $180 million guaranteed is a lot of money, but Jalen Hurts is... An elite quarterback right now. He's young. You gotta lock him up. So they did that, and the Eagles are probably gonna be a staple in the NFC for years and years to come. <clears throat> Lamar reportedly got offered an extension with 200 million guaranteed, but that was put out by, you know, like team officials. So who yeah. knows? Like they, they could just be trying to sway the narrative. And a little bit of more quarterback news. Bryce Young canceled all of his other draft meetings. He had some draft meetings set up for the next coming days. He canceled them all, which seems to be a sign that he could be taken first by Carolina. I mean, who knows at this point in draft season? Everything's smoke, but it wouldn't be shocking to see him in a Panthers jersey. A little bit of more draft news, I guess is that Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech, is skyrocketing up draft boards. He's a guy that was kind of always seen as a first-rounder, first half of the first-round guy. You're starting to see some top 10. Now I've seen him as high as two. There's a lot of buzz around him going to Houston at number two, Yeah, and which is crazy. The weird thing is, too, is that, I mean, the Texans passed up on a quarterback last year, and if they pass up on a quarterback this year, too— that's just, I don't know. Like, I don't I mean, think it's okay. the end of the world. If they don't like one this year, I guess and pass up on one. They have two early picks. I mean, they could go defense, defense, and then and if, there's also Drake May and right. Caleb Williams. If next they're year, okay but, with being bad for another year, I understand. But at the I same kn- time, they're going to have their pick between two of Stroud, Young, and Richardson. And it's also rough because if you think that a quarterback like Anthony Richardson. Probably has the most potential to be a bust. I would say has the most potential to be. Yeah, Um, I think that if they didn't, if they went for him, that would look kind of rough to waste a pick on him and then have to go for a quarterback next year. I like it. Like Anthony Richardson, no matter what happens this year, you're not taking a quarterback next year. Well, I mean, it kind of works out where it's like you you know know Kyler Murray. Well, the the Cardinals look really bad for the Josh Rosen pick for getting a. 10th yeah. overall, and then the next year having to go first overall and get a quarterback. It's just, that's true. It's just it's well known that Richardson is very raw and yeah. will need time. So whatever front office and organization talks themselves into drafting him, I think they're going to be committed to giving him at least two years mm-hmm. before they expect something. So yeah, I, at least I hope. For the, be- for the best for his career, that's what needs to happen. I think there's talks that they wanted Levis. Or they like Levis, which... Levis is an older, worse, smaller Anthony Richardson. That's they, what he is. And my biggest thing that I kind of have with the quarterbacks here is I really like the... Um, I forgot what it was called, like the IQ test, or like the those tests. Oh, that thing is stupid. I I like them. And there's like a, there's a thing where 
it's if you score, you have to score a 99 to a 75, and that's most starters, like most pretty good starters. I think it's like 60 or 74 to 66 is like average start, like average player, make average backup. Um, And then anything below that is like, you know, bust, everything. And, you know, obviously Bryce Young scored really well on it. Mm -hmm. And apparently CJ Stroud did really bad, which I just, I think, I I think they said Anthony Richardson did pretty good as well. Yeah. Which is something to, take into consideration where he does and it's like IQ where it tests some things that you need to know like awareness on the field yeah which is something that I really think is like more I think a mental aspect is really at the important same time, for a quarterback it is but they're gonna be better at that kind of thing as they start to get into the league that's true like just because he's bad at it now doesn't necessarily mean it'll be bad two years from now mm-hmm. right so I, I guess I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter at all I just well like if you like, okay, I'm going to use the the example of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Where Zach Wilson, I mean, he has the talent to, he has arm talent, like, obviously. A little bit, yeah. But the issue is, is his IQ and, like, his playing ability sucks. Which, I mean, yeah. He if got he, used to playing a certain style at BYU that yeah. doesn't work in the NFL unless you're Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you, if... I mean, obviously, he's going to be a way better player by the end, like, if he plays, like, until he's, like, 30 in the league. But the thing is, is that you don't really have that much time, and then the league adapts. you got to prove yourself soon. So I think the IQ is such a big step. Like, and that's what kind of sets you apart from, like, a Josh McCown or a Ryan Fitzpatrick and— Which, don't get me wrong, they made a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. They made a lot of money to to have a not that difficult job, like— and like that's a great best job in sports is backup quarterback. They yep. say, and like the difference between them and like a Herbert or Burrow yeah. and something like that, where like you could see the talent, you know they're going to be good for a while. So, yeah. uh, and um, then the last piece of NFL news we got here. Yep, finally, the Commanders are sold. Did you hear about this? So apparently, yeah, well, no, the new the new breaking thing oh, for what? it, where apparently a I don't know if this is true or not because I kind of just skimmed it, but. Apparently, they had this deal that was already set, mm. and then someone came in, a former, I think it was a former NBA player. Magic, yeah, Magic Johnson is part of the group. The, the new one? Yeah. The all-cash deal? Did you hear about that? Whatever the deal is that It was like through. a new $6 million one that just snuck in Bill. out of nowhere. Billion. Six billion, my bad. Which is insane. Like, like Dan. <laughs> we, apparently, there we was all a, agree that Dan Snyder needed the team taken away, but like it, he got six billion dollars. Yeah, let me let me this, look this up because I'm pretty this sure isn't really much of a punishment um, for him, you know. But Washington has kind of been a dumpster fire of an organization lately, and hopefully, a change in ownership will change that. It'll probably be a slow process. It'll take some years, but. This is a huge step in the right direction for them because Snyder was, like, cancerous, you know? Yeah. He was bad. And, I mean, I wanted to talk about the NHL playoffs, but we don't have a ton of time, so we'll probably push that to next episode. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a weird deal that happened, like, last second with the Commanders where it, like, canceled the first deal mm. or something. But we'll, we'll get into the next episode. Either way. Um, well, we could do a card. And then we can end it um, if you want. Maybe go on a bang. Give you one last chance. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just decided to, I just decided to, like, cancel the thing afterwards because why not? We got basketball. Basketball as well. All right. Do you want? What do you want? You want one? It's you're up one. I don't know. What I'm the score up is, by but one. You're up one. I'll go by two. You want two? Okay. <laughs> Which college women's basketball coach holds the record for career wins? Come on, Tara Vanderveer, Gino Oriema. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Barbara Stevens or Pat Summit. Can you read them again? Can you read the whole question again? Which college women's basketball coach holds the record for career wins? And they have 1,092 as of, like, 2020. Tara Vanderveer, Gino Ariema, and, again, not confident in that pronunciation, 
Barbara Stevens or Pat Summit? Pat Summit. God. Did I get it? Let's go. Let's okay, go. So I'm down three. I need three to tie. Give me three. Whew. Three, three, three. All right. When was the last time the U.S. men's basketball team did not reach the gold medal match at the Olympic Games? Moscow, 1980. Seoul, 1988. Athens, 2004. Or Beijing, 2008? Uh, 2004. Damn it. Yeah, because 2008 was the redeem team. So that's a tie? That's a tie. Okay, let's do a new quick fire card. Oh, all right. If you say so. Can I have... I want basketball again. Hockey. Dude, are you kidding me? Come on. Football. Are you? No. Okay, we have to do three. We have to do three. You want three? I thought we were both going to do three. Oh. And whoever gets it right. What if we both get it wrong? We could do that, but. All right. I was going to just do three. Here's three. Okay. What event forced the cancellation of the 1919 Stanley Cup finals and caused no winner to be awarded? The Matheson Fire, the Spanish Flu Pandemic, the Halifax Explosion, or the San Francisco Earthquake? Earthquake. No. Was the first one? Spanish Flu. Damn it. That one should Dude. have been easy. How do you... I don't on. know. I there, don't... There's a pandemic every hundred years, remember? <sighs> God. Okay. All right. Which yeah. player came off the bench to replace Joe Theismann when he suffered a career-ending injury in 1985? Stan Humphreys? Mark Rippon, Jay Schroeder, or Doug Williams? Jay. Damn it! No! I knew it wasn't Rippon or uh. Williams. That's too obvious. So I just went with Jay. It was a 50-50 shot, and I got it. We love Shane. We love Shane. Sign of shame. All right. Oh, Whole next episode. Next episode. Oh, well, that's that's about all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you for listening to the Sports and Stuff show. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Sports and Stuff show on all of them, except for Twitter, which is SNS underscore show. Uh, we'll be live again um, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, and then Friday. Uh, and, yeah, uh, thank you again, and we'll see you next one. Peace. Peace.